let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, what's happening? Welcome to another edition of The Player and the Fan. I am yours truly, D-Noel, the player, the coach. And we have our beautiful, esteemed co-host, Miss Kiara. <laughs> How you doing? I am good. How are you? Well, you I, ain't, I, I didn't see no video from you uh, yet. So, so, so look, <laughs> well, I, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there because I know everybody been, you know, asking me about it. But, but again, you remember that my video, I mean, my, my IG got hacked. Right. And so, you know, it just, I, I didn't, I didn't know if I should. What are, what are excuses, uh, David Anthony? Excuses are tools of the incompetent that build monuments of nothingness and bridges to nowhere. Therefore, I will not use them. But therefore, this is not an excuse. <laughs> this is just, I knew what was going to happen. And I just said, I ain't going to say nothing this time. It's just that simple. And I, I want it too bad, though. I really did. Because <laughs> they, they, they reeled me in. They looped me in. They was on a four-game winning streak. Four games. And it's crazy because I had just had a conversation with somebody up here in DC. Um, he went to he ended up, he was a he was a manager at Duke when I was when I was playing at the University of North Carolina. And he and he was like, Hey, what you think about your boys? I said, you know what? I was not confident at all. But on this four-game winning streak, I they gave me a slimmer of hope of confidence. They gave you a little something. They gave me a little something. They gave me a little something. And, and you know, I ended up not, I just ended up not saying anything. So, which, which honestly was smart on my part. I feel like. Is that what you think? You see, I, you're supposed to be there regardless. I am there regardless. I watched the game. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I just didn't feel like, like, cause you know, a couple years ago during the COVID year when North Carolina was some trash trash, I was still talking. You were like this year. I, I think I'm just trying to figure us out more so than talk the talk. You know, I'm like if that makes sense, it, it probably don't. Does. But nonetheless, it, it, a little bit. Um. Well, Carolina lost to Duke. Was it last night? It was Saturday. Wait, today's Sunday. So Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday. Yeah. It was last night. Yeah. You don't forget to ask for that fast. <laughs> Saturday night. Um, they lost by 20 at home to Coach K's last appearance in the Dean Dome. Um, his first appearance was in 1986, and his last one was last night. So I, I think it was, a, you know, it was meaningful outside of basketball. I, I know I'm going to get my tail whooped for this because apparently any type of, of recognition for Coach K is just banned from a Carolina fan. But I, I think yeah. that's that's worth noting it's a historic moment for me. Right. And it is. And it is. And, and and I even said, like, I was I was hoping that, I don't know, they gave him, like, a round of applause when they first <laughs> walked out or something like that. You know, but but I understand not switching it up because it's a rivalry, because it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, but, I, but I, he, I he, showed, he showed switched it up. He said, yeah, I ain't winning the first time I came in here. But I'm gonna whoop that buns this time. It's gonna be my last one, and I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it memorable. And and he did. Uh, Carolina's oh. scoring leader was Brady Manick with 21 points. Um, 
yeah, this was Carolina's first home loss for the season. They're now 12 and one in the Smith Center, in the Smith Center, excuse me. And yeah, in the first half, Brady had 15 of Carolina's 28 points. Duke shot 57% from the floor, the highest an opponent has shot against Carolina. And Armando Baycott's double-figure rebound streak came to an end at 13 games. Mm. It came to a halt because my boy only had five. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really – so, so uh, yesterday, it didn't prove anything to me. Mm-hmm. Like, North Carolina has shown us over and over – who they are. Like the late great Mother Maya Angelou used to say. Not mother. Yeah, it is. <laughs> mother Maya Angelou used to say, when people show you who they are. I believe in 1,000%. And so North Carolina has shown us who they are all season. And so for our expectations to be different because it's Duke, I just wasn't on that boat. Like, I just wasn't on that boat. And so, as the game started, I watched. And I watched Duke methodically whoop our butt. Yeah. Like, they outplayed us in every single phase of the game. When you talk about mentally, you talk about physically, you're talking about basketball IQ, you talk about just straight-up hustle and grit. You talk about all of the different phases of the game that are in intertwined in a game of basketball. Duke was levels above the University of North Carolina last mm-hmm. night. And 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 it sucked to watch, man. It, it, like it it sucked to watch. Because like if there was any game that you were gonna get up for, if there was any game. That you were going, and here's the here's the crazy part. This is Brady Manick's first mm-hmm. case of the Duke North Carolina rivalry, mm-hmm. and that man showed up like it, he knew what time it was. Yeah, yeah. And nobody else did. I ain't gonna say that. Leaky Black showed up too. I'm about to say yeah, yeah. Yeah, Leaky Black showed up too. I ain't, so I ain't gonna say nobody else. But man. When, when Brady Manick has to play dang near 40 minutes. Yeah. You could tell that boy was exhausted. Yeah, he was exhausted. Yeah. He was exhausted. And, and it was a mismatch problem on the other end against A.J. Griffin. So, like, there, there isn't, there wasn't much more that he could have done. But I'm glad he showed up. And hopefully... You know, these guys will take that one on the chin and finish out the rest of this season the way that they are supposed to. Now, I don't know if you're too familiar with their roster, but A.J. Griffin. A.J. Griffin. Now, I I told someone that I wasn't even worried about Powell. Excuse me if I'm saying his name wrong. I always say it wrong. But Powell, I, I knew he wasn't going to be the person that worries me. I knew it, it was either going to be Wendell Moore or A.J. Griffin. Um, 
what did you see last night from AJ Griffin um, that just, I guess, you just knew the game was was, was over from him? Uh, what, what, honestly, <laughs> what, you've seen, what you've seen from him all season, he he's continuously gotten better and better and better and better, like throughout the course of this season. Um, he had a, he had some mediocre games early. Uh, he was coming off in the, of an injury, and so he was kind of working his way back into form. But like what he showed last night is what he's been capable of all season, and to show it in the the you know biggest rivalry of them all, mm-hmm. like that's what you want to do, especially on the road. Mm-hmm. Like that's that, that's that's a that's a I don't even want to call it a breakout game for him because, again, he's done that before this season. But um, he he was a mismatch problem from the beginning, and 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 so what's hurting us also is the absence of Garcia. Mm-hmm. So that that's a guy who could have possibly helped us out when it came to AJ Griffin, but. I think you still had somebody on the bench that could have helped you. Dontre Styles. <clears throat> so now, now that's the now that's the question. That's the question. Like when when like when them freshmen st- supposed to start rolling in. You know what I'm saying? Like if if there was any game to try something to throw somebody in there just to get just hey oh you ain't gonna compete today. Okay, <laughs> come here, come here, my boy. I need you. Come on, come on. Come on, I need you in there. I need you to give me all you got. This is your time to shine right now. I need you to turn that water off. Cause my boy was getting it. Yeah. AJ Griffin was getting it. Drop I need somebody to go in there and turn that water off. Mm-hmm. And so- That's a good analogy, I like that. Turn yeah, the water cause that boy had it flowing. He turned that thing on and he, <laughs> he had it flowing. <laughs> Coach K kept feeding that dog too. <laughs> Smart man. You don't stop like, the hot hand. Uh, absolutely and so now the question becomes like what what adjustments do do we make but again like i said at the beginning of the podcast north carolina showed us who they were last night and that is just a mediocre team this year unfortunately oh no we hold on they're a tournament team barely i think something something's got to change what, as a player, David, what do you do in this situation? Because there has to be something. There's just no way that I'm going to sit here and believe that <sighs> the talent that I believe we can have. And you know what? And that might be the thing. Our fans, are we, is, is, <sighs> I don't know. Are we overselling it to ourselves? Like, I mean, like you said, it's, this isn't something like brand new. This is not like the first year we're seeing it. This is year two. Um, <laughs> I wish like, I, I really see the face David's making. I really, cause, cause I, I just want to believe that there is something that can be done. Like, and I, I don't want to say this is, you know, just strictly a coaching problem because granted there's blame all the way around. Yeah. There has to be something that a 
but then again you also can't make people want it as much as you do so okay you you're hitting on something now you're hitting on something now. i know because if, if i want to win i'm in the gym over time like right now lord knows i'm trying to lose weight and i know that i cannot as many people that I want to hold me accountable at the end of the day, it is my responsibility to wake my behind up in the morning and go to the gym for at least 30 minutes and to stop drinking vanilla Cokes. But no, every Monday I get on Amazon and order vanilla Coke. So I know it's a Kiera problem that I'm gaining weight. So I, I get it. Like it's like, it ha- it's an individual accountability at this point. Like. Abs- absolutely. And, and so I'll, I'll be the guy to kind of defend Coach Davis right now. And, and I don't, I don't, that's, that's, that's a little bit. And, and what I'm, what I am going to defend him against is like the energy effort toughness piece. Like, when, when you put on that jersey, you have a certain responsibility to live up to certain expectations and a mm-hmm. certain standard, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's this, there's this unwritten rule. There's this, there, there are these unwritten laws that as soon as you sign your letter of intent to the University of North Carolina and you put on that jersey for the first time, like, it's, it's, it's some stuff that, that it, there are some non-negotiables when it comes to playing for the University of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, right now, because of the change, the culture has dropped just, just, and I'm I'm only gonna say for this year, because I I don't foresee it being a problem down the road. But the switch from Coach Williams to Coach Davis, there's a different, is a different head coach. So I don't know if the changes that were, that happened throughout this, this season, this off season, all of that kind of stuff. I don't know if the changes necessarily kept that, kept the standards where they needed to be right now. And so I am really trying to I want to defend Coach Davis on that part because, again, ushering in a new standard, like, that's tough. That's tough. And so now you have to you have to kind of be a little bit more, uh, I guess, forceful in your message to get the standard back to where it needs to be because – Saturday night just did not live up to those expectations, not even in the slightest. Now, there was um, some recruits there. Um, I think Gigi was there and Seth was there. And I think one more was there. I'm not 1000% sure. But um, does that impact recruiting? So so I don't, I'll say this. I don't think one game impacts recruiting. Mm-hmm. But again, North Carolina been getting blowed out quite a bit this season. And so a recruit can look at that two ways. A recruit can be like, dang, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if I want to be here. Right. 
Or they could say, and 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 I'll, I'll give you a story uh, because we talked about North Carolina not making a tournament back in 2010, 11, uh, that year. We talked about that off camera and the recruit, re the recruiting class that came in that, that next summer was Harrison Barnes mm -hmm. recruiting class. And so Harrison Barnes comes in and says, I was like, I walked up to him and was like, what's good, man? Nice to meet you. Um, what you gonna do? He was like, I'm finna rewrite that bullshit that, that happened last year. And, and, and at that point, I was like, hey boy, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you can have recruits that say, I don't, I don't think I want no parts of that. Or you can have recruits like Harrison Barnes, number one player in the country, come in and say, oh yeah, we about to get this thing right because I want to play for the University of North Carolina no matter what. And while I'm here, that ain't happening. You see what I'm saying? So for guys like Gigi and Seth, who's already committed, um, Gigi's not, but I'm more so Seth, but like when 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 you have recruits at the game and, and and the atmosphere is down, the 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 other team, the rivalry is also recruiting the same kid. Like there there's yeah, yeah. it's gonna be yeah, some it's yeah. gonna be some stuff in there. Does it affect it? Absolutely, it affect it affects it. But I believe all of the onus falls on the kid and his mentality about his 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 belief in what he can do, and so. And whether he wants to do that at the University of North Carolina, I, I don't think a game changes that. I totally forgot that Duke is low-key recruiting Gigi. Mm -hmm. Ain't no low-key. They, they, they invited that man to campus. Yeah, so, yeah, they snuck in there. Yeah. I know he was looking at both sides, too. Like, if you know how beautiful of a position that has to be, like, when both teams are recruiting you and – you like low key there for Carolina, but seeing the way like, ah, boy, I tell you. Well, I think I, I'll to say this be. too. Duke's gonna have a change next year too. The only difference is I don't think that there'll be that their drop will be as heavy as ours mm -hmm. because as 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 much as so Coach Davis got the job and pretty much the whole staff changed. Mm-hmm. Duke. Duke, yeah. that's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. You may add one guy to, you know, because everybody's gonna bump up. You may add a guy, yeah. Yeah. you know, at the end of that, but that's it. Like everything else is is gonna be seamless. Mm -hmm. And they've already recruited the number one recruiting class in the nation for next year. Mm -hmm. So I so that will help, but a different guy is gonna be calling, you know, running the show. So there will be a little bit of a drop. And when I say a drop, it's, it's a difference yeah. in what Coach K will do versus what uh, John Shire would do once he takes over the, 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 the reins as head coach. Now let's talk about Q1 wins. I know a lot of people are, or enough people are a little taken aback as far as what Q1 means. Um, explain that and why does it matter to Carolina being ranked and their entry into the NCAA tournament? So a quad one win is when you get um, at home, if you're able to get a victory over a top 30 opponent. So anybody that's ranked in the top 25 and then those last five positions, um, they consider those quad one wins. 
on the road, it's the tops is one, I think it's top 75 or, or 50, 50 or 75, something like that. And so North Carolina, them not being ranked, the ACC only having one ranked team this year mm-hmm. has put a, 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 a damper on the season a little bit as far as the ability to get quad one wins. So before, when you had Duke ranked, North Carolina ranked, uh, Notre Dame ranked, Syracuse ranked, Louisville ranked, uh, Virginia. Uh, Virginia ranked, you have you had six or seven teams in the ACC alone that were ranked in the top 25. So on any given night, you could get a quad one win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and now the fact that the only team that is ranked is, is Duke. Mm-hmm. And each team that it was doing good, like Miami was doing great. They on a couple game losing streak right now. Um, Virginia State. isn't as good. Florida State isn't as good. Um, so so that, has, that has dramatically decreased the ability to get quad one wins. And so for the University of North Carolina, that's one of the reasons why they're, if they, if they make the tournament, they won't be ranked very, very high. They'll be, I'm, I'm honestly thinking they'll be like a 10 seed, an eight seed, nine seed at best. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, 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 they don't have the ability to get any quad one wins. They had the ability last night against Duke and they, and they tricked it off. And so again, the Tennessee, the, at, at the beginning of the year, um, Michigan, Michigan was a quad one win, but they, they, gone on to be less than what they were then as well as we have so it is just not not a quad one win anymore um who does carolina have up next they don't they got Clemson. nobody other than duke that's it so oh yeah yeah they, no they could possibly get they'll a quad even get right. one yeah right wow right because i really don't think and and lord knows i want it to happen but there's I just don't think they'll beat Duke at home. I think Duke sweeps us, unfortunately. Um, yeah. If no. I, I do, I want them to win at Duke, but I just, that's going to be don't see even it. tougher than it yeah. was at the day. No question. No question about that. So they will not have any quad one wins. Wow. On the season. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and if they, and if they don't kind of continue to win out, like it could be, it could be very dangerous for them. You know, they got eight games left, and let's say they mess around and go four and four mm-hmm. in those eight games, mm-hmm. and and have an early exit in the in the NCAA tournament. They don't. I don't think they make the tournament. Mm. I don't know if I said NCAA or ACC, but if they have an early exit in the ACC tournament, yeah, I don't know if they make the NCAA tournament. So, like, they have to get these. They have to get these last these last eight games uh, in the ACC. Like they have to get those. And, so, and one, two, three, four, four. So you got four at home and four on the road. Mm-hmm. We've been we've been great at home outside of the Duke loss, the, the Duke ass whooping um, <laughs> the other night. And so again, like you hope to get uh, Dawson Garcia back. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what's necessarily going on, like with his situation. I know it's 
you know, it was sickness in the family or something like that. So um, you hope that's getting better. Um, and for me, I, I, I would have thought that his return would have been for the Duke game at least. But, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I don't want to speculate or nothing like that, but I don't know. Well, hopefully he's doing okay and, and we extend our, our prayers and yeah, prayer. for you know whatever is going on and we hope it gets better and a quick return to Carolina because they played Clemson on Tuesday. At Clemson too. At no in South Carolina. <laughs> in <laughs> South Carolina at hey. Clemson. Now Clemson is tricky. Clemson is tricky. Clemson is <laughs> history tells me that they're not going to win this at Clemson I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against it do they win at Clemson do you, yes or no I honestly I, yes or no I'm going no I'm going no I believe they drop at Clemson they come back they mess around and get Florida State they beat, they uh, beat Pitt. Pittsburgh they go up to Blacksburg and they beat uh, Virginia think, Tech. I think I think Virginia Tech wins that one. I don't, I don't think so. I think I think we I think we lock we lock in for that one. But I think we drop I think we drop Clemson. Like Clemson has has played some good basketball this season, and they've had some really close losses. Um, and then you got they beat Louisville. Louisville. We'll 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 take. I don't know, but Malik Williams will be back for that one though. And oh, them not having oh. Malik, Louisville, them not having Malik in the last game, I think was a, a a difference for them. I don't think so. And 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 okay, well I'll give you that as far as that particular game is concerned. But I don't think Malik Williams coming back in in for the, in the second game, game like. Mm-hmm makes that big of a difference okay like i i think i think his presence um isn't necessarily going to deter what baycock was able to do there his presence ain't going to deter it in the ding dong okay. so i think we get louisville i think we you end up sweeping state. state um i think we end up beating syracuse and then we 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 probably get rocked again so you um, only have UNC losing two. Two more games. Yep. Six and I, two to finish the season. And that gets us into the to the tournament. I think they lose at Clemson. They beat Florida State. Shoot, I don't know about Florida State. Florida, Florida State is on the down right now. And they they aren't they aren't as talented and deep as they have been in years past. So right, but the, the over their record has surprised me, though. It's not like they weren't at the top of the ACC a couple of weeks ago. And, and, and you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but again, a couple of weeks ago, my, what a couple of weeks can do to your team. Shut up, fool. So, okay, so I think they dropped Clemson. I, I give it to you. They'll, they'll, they'll beat Florida, I think, by the skim of their teeth. They absolutely beat Pitt. Yeah, I think they lose at Virginia Tech. Okay. I think, I think so you got set. What you 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 betting on seven and three? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Five and three. 
I'm going six and two. You saying five and three? Mm. It's between Louisville or Syracuse that's giving me problems. So you're and going four and four. <laughs> I am. I'm going four and four. Okay. I am. I am. I don't want to, but it's it's going to be one of these games. Um, because so this you think, this so next you think lose at home again this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. It, it's 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 Louisville Syracuse. Somebody because if they thought Duke was going to be a little easy. God knows they're going who to thought think. that though. Who thought that? I don't know who thought it, but like, <laughs> absolutely not. I, I I know our fans did, and I know our fans were optimistic, but I don't think they really thought we were going to win. Like, what, you, like you can't mean? be. We're, we're we're not that. Like, and again, I get it. Like we like, again, they suckered me in a little bit too. <laughs> on a four-game winning streak, so it's like, yeah, all right, okay, all right, we might got a chance. I didn't really believe it, though. I just didn't. I, I do think they're going to think one of these games is going to be a little too easy, and I don't know if it's going to be Louisville or Syracuse, but somebody's going to take those two for granted, and it's, it's going to drop. I don't think so, because at that point, they'll be fighting by the skin of their teeth. Like, they're still fighting. They're fighting right now, and so... And again, they've been they've been great at home outside of outside of the Duke game. Right. They've been great at home. And so I wish there was a bet we could put on this. I don't know what they'll say. I don't know. I, I don't know. We gotta think of a bet for this. But yeah. I four and four, and you have six and two. I'm gonna write this down. And, and I'm gonna think of a bet. Four and four, your four and four versus my six and two. What no if they matter, go no matter what it looks like, right? Yeah, no matter what it looks like. What okay. if they go five and three, though? Then we both lose. Oh, okay. All right. I was just making sure you didn't try to pull it up. <laughs> no, because th there's no way. If they if they get in the middle, we both we both lose. All right. I'm with that. We can bet it. So it has to be exact, whether they go over or yeah. under. Right. Deal. I'm going to think that of works. something. All right, so uh, last couple of minutes, I, I did want to go around the NCAA, but it it, it hasn't changed much. <laughs> it's still the same people for the most part, other than like David said, when we were off camera, Auburn has the top spot for the first time in program history. Yeah. Should we be concerned about Auburn? Are they going to? Concerned they, in what way? No, well, not. Carolina uh, in general. Yeah, um, no, yeah. Are they a, a top a top four? Jesus, a final four team. Is they are a final four team. The final four that's in the top spot, um, Auburn. Let me go back to it. Auburn, Gonzaga, UCLA, Purdue. Yeah. Should we be be looking forward to them being in the final four? Or do uh, you want to take somebody out? Of of those four, you mean? Uh-huh. If I was to take anybody out, it would be UCLA. Mm. Who would you add? That's that's a great question. Kansas is playing really really good right now. You, uh -huh. you, you, you gotta you gotta put Duke in there. You got to University of Houston. Like 
been my squad for a minute now. They have. And and they they also made a final four run last year. Um, and then Kentucky has just been playing great. They beat the five out of Kansas a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and so, and then Kansas turns around and beat the five out of Baylor. So, and Baylor is like dramatically falling off over yeah. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. and then you got Arizona. Like, I think. It's going to be a good NCAA tournament this year. And why you bulls getting like. <laughs> hey, Durham. <laughs> <laughs> So Providence is sitting at 19 and two right now. And I know their conference isn't that great this year, but shout out to coach Cooley and them up there, man. He's, he's done a heck of a job with that program. Man. And I'm, I'm excited to see what, what the flyers do mm-hmm. or Friars, excuse me. Um, they have the scariest mascot. God, I, they need to rebrand. It's the scariest thing. It's like, Oh, it's just, like Stanford. It's just they're the Cardinals, but it's a tree as they mascot. I wish <laughs> they would rebrand so bad. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a good NCAA tournament. Is there a team out there that you think that should be um, that people should start watching out for um, as you creep on to tournament time? Um. Not anybody that you probably don't know of, honestly. Like, like again, there, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of, there are a lot of good teams this year. Mm-hmm. And because of, like, COVID and all that kind of stuff, like, teams get paused and got to come back and play. Teams lose a player and got to come and play. So, like, there's a lot of that going on. Uh, but... I just watched Houston versus Cincinnati earlier today, uh, or they they were still playing like when we started recording this podcast. Like they just look they they look great to me. Like they look great like on the defensive end, on the offensive end. Like I like the way Kansas look. I like the way I like the way Gonzaga look. This could be Gonzaga's year, and, right. and I like the way Auburn look. And and with, when you have possibly the number one pick in the in the draft along with a Walker Kessler who's who looks <laughs> he looks phenomenal mm-hmm. out there like it's ridiculous like he made that jump so quick and which which he was making the jump at the end of the season last mm-hmm. year for the University of North Carolina but mm-hmm. like this Walker Kessler is if he was this in North Carolina at the beginning of the year like it would have been a problem like you'd have had to sit somebody You'd have had to sit somebody, but I don't think he would have even had to go after as many people as he did in the transfer portal. Uh, he wouldn't have. I'd have still went and got Brady Manic though. Absolutely. Mm. So who? So who would have been your starting lineup then? Because somebody would have had to sit. Yeah, somebody would have had to sit, and it would have been Brady Manic <laughs> and and Darson Garcia. <laughs> right. Or or you don't even go get Garcia at that point. You don't mm-hmm. even go get him if you still got Walker Kessler. But the problem no, I is, I think I keep Dawson Garcia, and I wouldn't have. It would have been Justin McCoy. Well, mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that so, makes sense. Huh? Yeah, that makes sense. 
Yeah. Um, so I do have one question that I wanted to ask you, um, cause you kind of hit on everything else people were asking you. Um, and one of the, this is from, I'm sorry, y'all, my brain is like having a couple of farts. Um, I can't pronounce his ad name and my apologies, but the question is how much does toxic fandom hurt recruiting? Do you think folks recruiting against Coach Davis show recruits the horrible things Carolina fans say about current players? I thought that was a really good question. That is a really good question. And that absolutely could possibly- Just, just have a slideshow. Look at the type of fans. Right, right, right. <laughs> Carolina right, has. Right, right. I, I, that, that's a heck of a question, man. Because yeah. the toxic fan base- and and that's and that's just first off, let's say this. That's everybody's fan base. Yes, it is. Like that's everybody's fan base. If they don't agree or or think that you're doing a great job, and that's why that's why I I understand why like during the season some teams do the no social media thing and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff because some of these fans are just ridiculous. Yeah. Like they're ridiculous. Like and 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 it's and it's okay. They they have their their thing. Or whatever they have, of course, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But I do think, I do think, when you when you have a fan base that can that can be toxic, yes, that can hurt recruiting. But I don't necessarily think that the University of North Carolina fan base is toxic. We just had you, of course, everybody's fan base has a couple of toxic people in it. Yeah. If that makes sense. And it's like, one of the larger Carolina, fan bases. In yeah. The yeah. World. Yeah. Like, like, and, yeah, they ride for North Carolina yeah. regardless, yeah. even when they talk and jump, like they show love, you know, as much as they can, but yeah, you got your few who tough behind their thumbs and feel like they can say whatever they want to say, forgetting that these are 18 to 22 year olds. Like forgetting that these are that, that these are like essentially still young men, like yeah. trying to yeah. find their way, trying to do things a certain way. Like, it, like that's that's growth. Like, like these kids are growing and becoming men at the University of North Carolina, and and unfortunately, uh, because they play a sport, sometimes that gets like overlooked. And but I I do think it could it could possibly hurt recruiting um, to a degree. But I don't know if I don't know if everybody, if all recruits even even kind of look at that stuff. But it's weird. I wish I could ask you, um, you know, how you would handle it, because. From a player's perspective, even like from what I think I know of you, you know, not only were you a player, but you were a student, you had um your wife you were dating your wife at that time when she was in Greensboro and you know you were also pledging like it was just you were just a typical student I cannot even imagine like you also having social media like I I cannot like you're doing more than what most people are doing like I can't think of maintaining a long distance relationship you know trying to serve my community with my fraternity and trying to be, you know, 100% for my team while also being 100% in class. Right. Like, 
and then to add social media on top of that. Like, like so, so social media has really become just a part of life now. Like it's 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 literally a part of everybody's life. And so us back then, we didn't, we just didn't have it. Right. We didn't have anything that gave you access to us in the 24 7. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we just mm-hmm. we didn't have it. We had aim. We, we had what we, was your aim we, name? Uh <laughs> heaven sent. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. That was my tattoo. That was my first first ever tattoo. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was at Heaven Sent oh, three four or something like that. Uh, and when I and when I was saying Heaven Sent, it was it was talking about my my God given ability to play the game of basketball uh-huh. and football, and and that's just what it was. But I'm just saying. But that's what that's what we had, and that could only be on your computer unless you had a sidekick. And you could flip that joint. Oh, we had sidekicks. Flip oh that joint God. like this. And then you could, you was always on aim. Then, oh, we had sidekicks. They need to bring sidekicks back. I'm telling you. Them joints was official. Lord, I can't. But iPhones. Yeah. That's, that's all you had to sidekick for, was to make sure you stayed up on your aim. Stayed up <laughs> on your set aim. Your little, set your little weight message in the shower. <laughs> Get out. On that note, we are done. We are done. Bro, I ain't was so stupid. <laughs> that's classic. Man, I miss AIM. That is, that is hilarious. But yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's funny. That's so funny. I wish I, when we were doing, when we had our, our guests, I wish we would have thought of that question for our yeah. older guests. What was your AIM and your going away status? Man, you because you let everybody know exactly what you was doing. Like you, you, I'm in class or yo. At, you know what? At the court. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that gif that Jawad has of that day that Michael Jordan was in. I guess your locker room. I don't know mm-hmm. the exact time, but he was talking to Dean Smith and Jawad kind of cut over across Quentin and flipped over, flipped over his. Uh, yeah. What game and day was that? Like, what was going on during that game? I won't say that was the national championship. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was the national championship game. Okay. And, they, and we had all met in the locker room. Um, we had just won it. And you see everybody, everybody, had, everybody flip, had their flip phones. They had flip phones, <laughs> like taking pictures. Like you probably can't even see them pictures now. I don't even care if you did save them. Can't even see them joints now. The, the clarity was so bad on them cameras. But yeah, it was it was it was a national championship game. Um and they had, you know, talked about how we are Carolina basketball and we are history forever and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, but it was it was dope to see, dope dope to see, uh, see uh, MJ for another time. Coach Coach Smith was always around, but just to see him was always, you know, he had a smile on his face and told us how proud of us he was. And so that was uh, that was a dope moment, though. Definitely a dope moment. Well, that's interesting to know. I know we need to get off, but if you say that Coach Smith was always around, it, it kind of makes even more sense as to why uh, Coach Williams is always around. Like, yeah. he's at home, he's away. Like, you see him cheering just as hard, if not harder than any other fan in that arena. So that's that's really good to know. And I hope that that's something that, you know, warms my little black heart. Y'all, y'all gotta remember, like, 
Coach Williams has been doing this for forever. For 60 million years. You know what I'm saying? And so to, to like feel like you need to walk away and and not do what you've been doing for the last umpteen years, like you you just want to be around it, man. Yeah. Like you just like like it's it's hard to change that. And so uh for Coach Williams, I think he he gained satisfaction in knowing that he feels like that the university is in good hands and in, in under under Hubert Davis. And 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 with that being said, like we just gotta trust that and hope that you know things turn around for uh the team. And maybe and it may not be this year, it could be next year. And then we'll see what the thumbs gotta say then. You know what I'm saying? And so and, and that's what and that's what I mean by like, like I I wanna give it time, right? Like you, you kind of have to yeah. because it's a it's a new regime um that that has come in. But at the end of the day, like I think people are giving Coach Davis so much, you know, flack for it because like he, he ain't starting from scratch. Yeah, yeah. And he did recruit a lot of these kids. Yeah. He did and he did recruit everybody that was in the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you kind of and, and and when I say recruit, he helped recruit. Yeah. Um and so, you know, you kind of just kind of got to see what happens after this, but I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to see like once he kind of hits his stride and 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 the team kind of hits their stride and again may not be this year maybe maybe next year and see what they say about him then all right that's a wrap for me we hit everything on the list that's a wrap man i i wait we show sure appreciate y'all for rocking with us went over time we went over time by 10 minutes we try to give y'all a shorter episode I, and the funny thing know. is huh i say i don't know why Oh, because, you know, just trying to. Right, our real fans be it, listening, listening. Make it though. easier to digest, and we only have four topics written down. That's the crazy part. <laughs> right, our real fans be rocking with us though. They they sit and they listen, and they listen to all of the babble that comes out of us, and we appreciate y'all. We, we do. appreciate y'all on every single episode. We appreciate y'all feedback. We appreciate y'all love. We appreciate y'all continuous to rock, continuing to rock with us on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. Um, we just want to say thank y'all so, 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 so much from the bottom of our heart, from the player and the fan. Oh, I got one shout out though. Who? I want to shout out, I want to shout out my godson, man, at the University of Buffalo. Um, he, he ended up getting injured last year. He plays football at the University of Buffalo, but he is doing his thing. Um, y'all follow his, uh, his uh, clothing brand, uh, it's called Trilogy. It is mm. underwear. It's underwear. It's, it's Ooh, only I underwear, mean. though. Yeah, and so they they like the, you know, how kids like to wear the colorful underwear and all that kind of stuff now with all yes, of the... Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he part of that younger crowd, but I, it's dope, man. So definitely want to shout out my my, my young fella, Jalen McNair. Um, he doing his thing. Uh, so, yeah, y'all follow him on Instagram at Trilogy. Um and yeah, support. if it's spelled regular, you're not giving us it's, nothing. It's spelled T R E A L O G Y. We would have never have gotten that. Right. <laughs> and now, that's never why I'm glad. That's, that. why, that's why you like two, two minds is better than one. Way to ask the question. Uh, so I spell it. Congratulations. 
would have never would have thought that. Definitely would have never guessed that. But at the end of the day, <laughs> give it to us one more time. It is you spell it T R E A L O G Y. You did. I love it. I love it. And it's well, congrats at, to your guys at that. At that. So it's at trilogy. <laughs> so y'all go support, man. Buy some undies. And, and, buy, and buy my favorite rich black hoodie too. Yeah, y'all. So speaking of rich black. I got them going again, y'all. I'm sorry. See, and again, our real fans was listening to all of this. Hey, speaking of Rich Black, the plan is to launch prayerfully prayers up for this on my birthday, February 27th. Mm. And so I am hoping I spoke to my guy a few times now about having my stuff by in the next couple of weeks. And so I can input the inventory to the website. Um, but again, if you are looking for something now, I still do have a couple smaller sizes left. I got some smalls. I got some mediums. Um, and yeah, that's what it is. But the plan is to launch on, 20, on February 27th, my birthday. If I cannot launch then, I'll push it back another week or two. <laughs> and I'll launch when I can launch. I mean, that's the... That's that's the biggest thing, but it is coming though. It is coming. I've I've got some designs that I'm working on, some other different things that I'm working on, some summer stuff that I'm working on. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I am too, because this is absolutely my I was telling David, this is my favorite hoodie. I sleep in this thing. I I wash it and like you know how black fades. I, I'm not doing a commercial, I promise you. But the black doesn't fade. It looks like I like I just got it in the mail. Like the letters aren't peeling. Like it's literally the perfect hoodie. Um, Quality, baby. Like Quality. looks really, really good. So I appreciate that. Again, we were going for the quality uh, to match the message that we are uh, trying to put out. And again, uh, that's pushing a, a, a legacy of knowledge forward. You know, understanding that knowledge is the real foundation of generational wealth. So, Ooh, we should do a giveaway. Can we do a giveaway of Rich Black Hoodie? We could. We could. Mm. I'm going to think of one. I'm going to think yeah. of one. And give it to some lucky fan and, and have David sign some. I don't know. You know, I like to. I ain't going to sign. I, don't, I was, I was going to say I was going to prostitute David yeah. now. I, I I'm not signing. A, I'm not, I can't sign the hoodie. Uh, you can, I can sign, sign the letter. Like, yeah, I can I sign a letter. Yeah. But, I'm yeah. getting together. We're going to anything for the player and the fan. Anything. Whatever I can get David to do. Got it. You got it. We in there. All right. That's it. Hey, so that's it. And y'all know how we do it. We show appreciate y'all one more time. But it's two fingers <laughs> like a clip. We holla. <laughs> I wish y'all could see him do that. We holla. Fool. <laughs>